Hello, and welcome to yet another episode of the Back to the TARDIS podcast, the podcast where we take a look at every single episode of the 2005 revival of BBC's Doctor Who. I'm Jeff. I'm Skylar. And returning just in time for me to die again, Avery. Um, Topical. And this week, <laughs> and this week, we are discussing Series 5, Episode 3, Victory of the Daleks by Mark Gatiss. He's hey, back, boys. Uh, also, on an unrelated note, before we start uh, our discussion of this week's episode i'd just like to say that last week was our 50th episode and i totally fucking forgot to mention it on the air just completely forgot so sick we did we've done fit we've done 50 of these we're now doing the 51st thank you for sticking around and listening to us talk about doctor who episodes for god knows how many hours it's a deep cut for the true fans (laughs) they'll have recognized it yeah (laughs) Anyways. People who are really caught up on the lore. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this episode pisses me the fuck off. And I think that's because there is a genuinely interesting setup that is completely ignored and squandered. Because you think Winston Churchill, the World War II Daleks, and at least from my brain... What I would think would ha- would be really good setup is Winston Churchill, known Tory and kind of a racist shitbag, actually. Um, what if he to fight the Nazis because his uh in in many ways the opposition to the Nazis was more political and because they were attacking the British than anything to do with fascism, anti-fascism. Um, and basically just using these fascist killing machines as an attempt to defeat the Nazis and the interesting commentary on that. And instead it doesn't do that. It goes with Churchill being portrayed as someone who wants to end the war by any cost but got hoodwinked into this and as soon as the Daleks reveal their master plan 15 minutes in it immediately goes to like woo pew pew Dalek action woo there's new shiny Daleks yeah I can count the positives of this episode on one hand two fingers and all of them basically and all of them are introduced in the first act and then yeah with one exception don't go anywhere outside of the first act i will say and i and i said this to you earlier on in the week jeff that i give this episode some credit for being the only episode of of eleven's tenure where he emotionally treats the daleks like how he should and i suppose also props for recognizing the late era rtd canon with planets in the sky i forget i forgot they like like name dropped that in that episode that was cool but like aside from the premise and like yeah everything after the first act when there's after the reveal it's just downhill from there and i couldn't even i couldn't even bring myself to be pissed off because i was just like you know this it bored me 
the plot after the Daleks reveal themselves makes little to no sense. And you could argue that Churchill's portrayal is, you know, inaccurate slash offensive. And I think you could make that argument. But also, like, I've seen way more effort put into fictional media trying to jack Churchill off. So this didn't really even do that for me. I was just like, okay, like, <laughs> this is just here. And that's kind of sad because the first act shows promise. Um, but yeah, it, it's just here. Yeah, it wasn't even, it wasn't even just like the lionized Churchill. It was badly done lionized Churchill. Yeah. He's <laughs> a walking, like, cliche. Like, the first yeah. scene... The first scene where he's, like, walking around and interacting with everyone after the doctor lands is fucking painful. Yeah, it's like I was watching someone, you know, it's I, I know Shakespeare this came way code before. levels of painful. Yeah, it's like, it's somebody who watched, you know, this is obviously way later, but, you know, it's somebody who watched Dunkirk and was like, I want to do that, but had no idea what the hell they were doing. <laughs> I can't um, believe they got yeah. Nixon more right than Churchill. Actually, I probably could believe that, but it was just like, wait a fucking second. <laughs> what? Yeah. He was just really awkward and poorly done. Um, I I would say the only real good part of this episode is Eleven. He has a yeah, couple very definitely. good scenes. But beyond that, it's literally just... It makes absolutely no sense. One thing I will say about this episode is I think I remember um, we noted that in the first episode of the season, there was some pa like really weird pacing in, uh, like around the beginning of the third act. And I think this whole episode had the exact same pacing issues where stuff just like keeps happening over and over and over. Like it just keeps like, like the basic idea of what's happening keeps changing again and again and again and it keeps introducing more and more major plot elements and it just makes it makes for a really crowded story from beginning to end like i i think in most episodes if you had that sort of reveal of like you know trying to figure out why are the daleks here and then eventually having a reveal um usually it would take about half the episode at least but in this one it was literally at around like the 12 or 13 minute mark um and it just felt really quick and forced and awkward it was literally just like he started shouting at them for like a few seconds and then immediately he was yeah. like, oh yeah we got we got it there's the plan time time for the reveal yeah it's just it's so yeah it just it feels like it almost feels like in points it's like oh churchill episode and oh dalek episode but also that it wants to do what rob shearman did again but the problem is is that mark gatiss is you know pretty he's a fine writer he's written some pretty okay episodes he's a good fluff writer he's nowhere fucking near as good as rob rob goddamn shearman yeah who, <laughs> like, I mean, I I haven't done every story that he's uh, that he's ever written, and you've experienced even less than I have. But I think you'd agree that every single the two Rob Shearman stories we have covered on the podcast, Dalek and Chimes of Midnight, are both ten out of tens. True. So, like, yeah, 
and it's like Eleven's attitude is right but everything else about the episode is not and any potential like narrative weight or like oh fuck they're a threat like they actually like totally punked the doctor and won is just completely pulverized by the fact that the episode is fucking garbage like I didn't even remember like before I rewatched it this last time I totally even forgot that they won I like totally forgot how this episode ended because it's just so nothing right it's it's bizarre because I think for every point in this episode that I think like okay this does this okay there's an episode that does it better I would go so far as to say and this may not be true because I haven't rewatched the first one but like the two 13th doctor era Dalek episodes I would probably say are better than this. Yeah, if they're only, fucking better than this. <laughs> if only because not not even even leaving aside the dumb Churchill bullshit. Just like even without that, it's like at least it makes sense. Even the whole like there's inferior Daleks versus Daleks who think they're pure bullshit is done better. So it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then I I guess I'll just say it now because there's like no substance to 90% of this episode. Yeah, we're not going through the plot on this thing in chronological order. You think I care enough about victory, the fucking Daleks to do a deep dive on it? This episode fucking blows. Clearly you don't. Yeah, no, I like (laughs) the, so, so the Daleks for some reason, and this really isn't touched upon again, are apparently the Institute because they can make a fucking synth that doesn't know they're not a real person. And I would say, like, that would almost be an interesting idea, but they, like, shoehorn it in, and you know you have a problem when the arguable C-plot of the episode is the most interesting and, like, Mm -hmm. grounded thing about it. So I was just sitting there. Also, Yeah. (laughs) like Like a side note, like, this might just be me bitching about stupid canon shit, but that is a, something that makes sense from the cult of Scarrow, not from some random-ass fucking rank-file Daleks. Exactly. And it's like, they don't even have the whole... They don't even do this twice, because you could argue that, like, the stupid fucking Dalek sleeper agent drones, the people that get the eye stalks that pop out of their skulls... Oh, those are, those are terrible, too. I will be spending plenty of time bitching about those when we get to, like, Asylum or whenever the fuck that got introduced, because that was also terrible. No, yeah, exactly. Um, it's, it's also dumb. I'm also confused, like, where are these Daleks from? Like, is this... Which story does it, is this continuing? Does from? it really matter... I don't on, know. Like, just, honestly, does it really matter? Like, you could pick pretty much any Dalek story and be like, yeah, a couple survived from that. It doesn't really yeah, matter. That's at true. This. It's not like RTD continuity anymore. Yeah, I mean, hell, even the Daleks from Stolen Earth just kind of popped up out of nowhere. Yeah. And can, here's, I'll just, I'll just go off on like plotting in, incongruities because that's honestly all we have left. The fucking progenitor does not recognize these Daleks because they're not pure enough or bullshit or, you know, whatever. Okay, sure. Maybe maybe they tested the reality bomb so much that they lost DNA. Whatever the fuck. It doesn't matter. But yet... So they need the Doctor to say, you're Daleks, which, you know, is dumb. But sure, they do that. It works. They clone Daleks. 
which then for some reason they they're able to build shiny new technicolor suits for them okay let's also move past that then even though the doctor recognized them by their own words as true daleks they were still like oh yeah you're genetically inferior and killed them anyway so it's like okay so they're not yet the machine worked so it's like and i know i'm spending way more thought than this deserves but it just goes to show that like really that i think they tried to be innovative and yet didn't know what the fuck else to do and instead of doing yeah. a historical where the whole episode is like the doctor trying to figure out what the fuck these iron side things are about like that that probably would have been derivative but at least that would have been like coherent and like something the daleks would do probably to fuck with him but then this just goes the whole extra mile of trying to be like oh this is the new era of dalek meanwhile we see the progenitor daleks i think a grand total of one time after this and then they're never seen for the rest of 11's era or 12's yeah, era at all paradigm. so you know yeah because people fucking hated them so they stopped using them. <laughs> can I just say the other the other thing is I'm not going to say this garbage episode should have been a two-parter, but it hard suffers from 45-minute syndrome of like it is juggling way too many things that cannot be adequately explored within 45 minutes. Oh, absolutely. It 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 sucks. Um like maybe if it was a two-parter it would have been able to explore all of the things a little bit more kind kind of like like think about like i mean a lot of people hate daleks in manhattan too i actually thought it was a lot better than i think a lot of people get it give it credit for um but like imagine that episode as a single episode that would fucking blow yeah yeah um with i mean with this one just even the design is so silly. I don't know if you noticed, but the orange yeah, we'll get, one we'll... had, like, a caboose. Yeah. No, oh, here's the thing. Here is the thing. My problem with the new Paradigm Dalek design has nothing to do with the colors. It feels like a throwback to the 60s era, where admittedly they weren't all as brightly colored, but, like, they also weren't metal and, you know, you had, like, the, the, the ones that were gray with, like, the blue, uh, like, orb thingies. And then you had the ones that were white. And then you had a couple, some that were black in the 80s, etc. That's not a problem. I also don't have a problem with their increased size. I think it's a little bit silly, but whatever. I guess it's to, like, maybe fit better because, like, Matt Smith and Karen Gillian are both pretty tall and gangly. And from what I understand, the new series... The original new series Daleks were made to be Rose Height. And I also don't even necessarily have problem with the idea of like, okay, we're going to reboot the Dalek line. We've had enough of these Time War Daleks. Let's take this in a bit of a different way. Even though personally, I think the Time War Dalek design is the best Dalek design by far and other redesigns would be kind of unnecessary. No, the problem is that they look cheap as shit. They look like I could take, like, a fucking hammer and hit it, and it would be plastic, and it would shatter. They I, look cheap. <laughs> I just thought of something hilarious. It's, like, these, supposedly, like, these are, like, the Daleks' future. They're pure Dalek DNA, which, I, who even knows what the fuck that means? That, you know, whatever. Doesn't matter. But they're, 
they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna bring the Dalek Empire to new heights. Meanwhile, the next time we see them, they run a, a Dalek Parliament. So apparently, the whole progenitor Dalek race, the whole new improvement for oh, them, let's not is get just started inventing... on Asylum of the Daleks is bullshit. That episode fucking blows too. No, but. It... <laughs> I, I don't know, it's just amusing to me that it's like, this is the next stage of our evolution, and then they invent liberal democracy, but for Daleks. <laughs> Proof that neoliberalism is basically just fascism with extra steps. Thanks, Moffat. And appropriately with Personally, a new code of would have. But... <laughs> uh, I would have voted for the Dalek Labor Party. <laughs> also, apparently they're all like... Uh... Apparently, each of them does a different thing, which this is the first time I like ever cared to pay attention. Oh, I've heard of that. To yeah, the, to the Dalek speech, it's like the white one is like central command. Which yeah, you make your white people jokes here; they're all good. Um, but like each one does something different, but they don't say which one. So it's just like okay, I guess blue does some different shit, and then orange. Yeah, there's an orange I don't one. Like okay, that. fuck it. Why not? <laughs> I, I yeah, remember I, reading about that. I don't that mind in that some, in like, principle. Yeah, I remember reading about that in some like Doctor Who lore book or whatever that I had when I was younger, but I don't remember which was which. Yeah, <laughs> it would be because... really funny if they just used the Star Trek colors. Yeah, no, I don't <laughs> mind that idea in principle, especially because they're not the Cybermen, so they're not for complete uniformity. They are about genetic purity. So I, sure. I can understand them having different roles, and I don't even have a problem with those roles being denoted by the paint of the exterior shell. It really all falls back to the fact that it looks like video game controller clamshell plastic. <laughs> like, it looks like the kind of plastic that you get on the fucking Xbox One controller. On the white you one. You ain't wrong. It looks like I could get a hammer from the utility room that is like 10 feet from where I record and hit it with the hammer and it would shatter. No, yeah, my, they my looked point... like they were made to be made into McDonald's Happy Meal toys. Yeah. True. No, they were totally made for toys too. That's the other thing. <laughs> yeah. My my point wasn't even that the roles are dumb. It's that they chose to do that in a throwaway line. And yeah. not have any of the Daleks do anything except for the central one. And also those roles never matter again. It's like, yeah. I don't know. It felt, the vibes felt like this could potentially be like the cult of Scaro on steroids. But obviously yeah. that didn't happen. No, they were clearly setting up for something. They just shelved it because everybody rightfully said this episode was fucking poo-poo <laughs> stinky garbage. So they were like, okay, that's it for the Paradigm Daleks. I have to think that, like, every element of this that's, like, semi-tolerable is just, and this is going to be weird to say, but it's probably just because of, like, the groundwork Moffat already laid. Because Eleven isn't Flanderized yet. Yeah. Amy stays yeah. okay. Definitely. The arc Amy about... acts fairly realistically throughout this, I think, yeah. Yeah, and the arc Especially about, like, memory Amy, yeah. and the crack stays, you know, effective as, like, a small mystery yeah. box thing. But it's just everything surrounding yeah. the actual meat. It's like, yeah. it's like if Moffat was just like, okay, here's the vague outline, you know, do your thing, I know you'll do good. And then Mark Gatiss was like, you know, you know. Um, 
But yeah, I, I, have, I have nothing else really to say of substance. Bracewell is the only thing unique to this episode that is anywhere remotely interesting. And, uh, and even then, that resolution, like, okay, the ending scene where he's like, horrible. oh, yeah, you're totally, well, no, no, okay, it wasn't, not the ending scene, not, not like the scene that you're thinking of. I'm thinking about specifically the part at the very end where he's like, yeah, I'm assuming you guys are going to turn me off. And like 11 That part was 80. also very bad. I like that, honestly. I thought it was, I, it just, it didn't make any sense to me. Like, I, I because did, he was made by the enemy? Well, no, no, no. Not, not like his behaviors. Why the doctor and, um, what's it? I got brain fog. Amy didn't just, um, tell him. Like, nah, dude, you're okay. I don't, I don't get why it's they had probably, to, like, make that. No, no, I think it's because, I think it's because, uh, Churchill would have had him shut off. And they're trying to be like, no, no, dude, dude. Dude, it's okay. You can go. Like, sh- 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 yeah. Sh- it's like that plausible deniability shit. It's like, oh yeah, we'll be, yeah. we'll be right back, and you know, we'll, we'll do that, you know, right then and there. It's weird because this is a trope but, that but... sticks around to this day. The Mandalorian season two has an episode where this exact fucking thing happens. Yeah. It it doesn't make any sense though because Churchill already had his line about how he doesn't care if he's a oh. a, a, a man or a machine as long as long as he's on their side. Oh, I forgot. So, that's, yeah, that's the only yeah, good line this, that he has. I forgot yeah, about but, that line. Yeah, but also that I, isn't that at the same time that he's about to explode? No, no. that's earlier. Okay. Oh, it's, okay. It's when they're trying to convince so, him not like, to set the that's why the thing Okay, is, but Churchill oh, may have changed his mind after finding out that he's like okay, just straight up a machine and could totally explode at any point. That's like not in the text at all or anything. It's just That's that's true. It's, <laughs> It's, I did it's okay. Just... Listen, that's the part of the th- the resolution that I was fine with. Let's all agree instead that we can bitch about how like cliche, dumb, and unearned the power of love shit was. Oh, absolutely. That part's fucking stupid. It, it doesn't. It doesn't even make like they don't even try to like justify it. It just is yeah. a thing that happens. Yeah, it was. It was the one part of the overall arc that I was just like. Hey, have you ever fancied someone you didn't? And I was like, "Fuck, did no, Amy. Now's not the time." Um, also, this is like the only mention they didn't of an even take that setup to go ever, with the gay so robot the payoff. SMH. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's also admit that the thing with the planes was also just. Oh yeah, no, that was also terrible. That was awful. That was so in- incredible. Is that supposed? Was that supposed to be like? Independence Day? I've never seen Independence Day. Is that supposed to be what that was? I have no idea. This is supposed to be the fact that the Daleks are the institute from Fallout 4 and he just invented X-Wings. That That's what that scene is. Um, there, there's God, that so, seems so fucking much bad. Just like, you know, I, I try, you know, we, we try not to be too bitchy about lore, but come on. You're telling me World War II fighter planes we're able to get into space. We're in able the space to space of like, yeah, in, of L- like less two importantly, minutes. not not that the planes couldn't have done it, but that the planes were able to be retrofitted to be able to do it in a short amount, as short amount of time as they had. And not okay, only yeah, that, because they say they say they have five minutes, and they must have done it within a minute, launched, 
gotten to space within two minutes, which would make them faster than modern shuttles. And then um, so somehow bad. they're able they're able to go blow to blow with a Dalek warship with a World War II technology, not to mention firing bullets in space somehow. Yeah, they, no, they, like they say like the only reason the Daleks like still win is because they like totally like run right yeah yeah also let's let's not even forget that let let's say the planes can do all this let's grant you that these are still pilots from world war fucking two yeah that have only flown planes in atmosphere but suddenly they're able to be like oh yeah i'll just fly back to earth see you down there doctor yeah descends they're just, just okay like... with that also how would a plane steer in space what is it steering against yeah. i think God. i think i think in a throwaway Awful. line he says that they're like flying in pockets of air but that's still that's even fucking stupider that's so dumb <laughs> I didn't say it made it better. I said I think someone said something once. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like they're in gravity bubbles, so I, I'm presuming they're in air. But it's like, how would you maneuver through that, that air? <laughs> yeah, as, I, as I said, when, when this episode tries to go, like, sci-fi instead of, hey, the Daleks are like a fascist allegory, you know? Like, that's when it goes off the rails and i don't know we've been we've been talking about how ludicrous it's been for like 90 percent of this whole thing and yet somehow it's still just kind of boring to me like it's it oh, didn't absolutely. even manage to oh be yeah bad no but that in an that being way. said still that being said still i think i think mark gatiss's episodes are mostly just passable like they're fine most of the time <coughs> and then this one is just genuinely fucking bad and also like i think this might be i don't know if it's like i hate it more than i hate the shakespeare code but it's definitely like the most negative i've been about an episode since we had the shakespeare code episode yeah yeah i i don't know i have no evidence for this but i'd I wouldn't be surprised if he had a script for something and then was just kind of told to make it a Dalek episode because they need the Dalek episode. Yeah, we need the we have the contract with Terry Nation's estate. They have to show up once a year. Yeah, because if this was like a... And again, maybe, maybe this is all BS because the Daleks are pr like pretty baked into the plot, but I don't know, just considering the fact that like he hasn't touched them before or since... And just has kind of done like B level, C level, like yeah, action he either, type stuff. He either does his original shit or Ice Warriors. True. But yeah, I I have nothing else to say. It it's a decent <coughs> D. Yeah. That's my rating. I, we've I don't even we've have just a preamble. we've we've just run out of shit to say, man. It's just bad. It yeah. Ratings time, I guess. We've just spent the last, like, half an hour talking about how fucking bad it is. D. It's nuts. Like, 2 out of 10. Yep. D. Solid D. 
Yeah, it's a it's a two out of ten for sure. It it's even a worse than the yeah no it's about as bad as the Shakespeare Code. Yeah, I'd say the Shakespeare Code was more offensive, but yeah, there Shakespeare were... Code was more offensively bad, but this one is just kind of just actually bad. Yeah, I would say there were more actual story elements to the Shakespeare Code that made sense and that sort of balances out with how horrifically bigoted it was to bring it to the same level of horribleness at the, as this episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, <clears throat> next week we will be covering the time of angels, flesh and stone, the turn of the angels and Moffat two parter. Um, I also think now that I'm not going to be as horrifically busy, not that week because we'll be covering a two-parter but no mm, i don't know at some point soon i do want to get back to doing bonus episodes i've just been horrifically busy during the week and haven't really had time to commit to more but i i want to watch some more uh seventh doctor stuff with y'all definitely so hopefully we'll get around to that at some point um yeah uh until then uh, I'm Jeff. You can find me on Twitter at WheatleyDL and at Twitch at WheatleyDLT. Don't fucking watch this episode. This is this might be the shortest episode we've ever done just because of how awful this one is that we can't even really... We gotta wrap it up to... quick and we'll make yeah. it in time. <laughs> yeah, as a, as a prominent YouTube critic would say, this episode is uh, not good. Um... Right. <laughs> My name is Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, because fuck you, this episode doesn't deserve a good joke. And you can follow me at skyhigh9 underscore 5 on the twitter.com. Uh, and it's your bitch, Avery, and you can follow me at fatdickdemon. At and we will see you all next week.